Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1040. How to Get More Motivated, part one, by Dominique Alessi of dominiquealessi.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Welcome back to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. Now, today's post is a bit on the longer side, so I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. Now, so far this week, we've been focusing on a theme, motivation, and we're gonna continue that through tomorrow as well. So let's get right to it and hear part one of today's post as we optimize your life. How to Get More Motivated, part one, by Dominique Alessi of dominiquealessi.com. For a long time, I saw a lack of motivation as laziness. If you tell yourself to work out more, but instead lie on the couch all day, then you're lazy. This misconception was exacerbated by the fact that I could push myself to do most things, both the things I wanted to do and the things I didn't. This isn't to say that it was easy for me to push myself, but I did it anyway. And I prided myself on my work ethic and determination to get things done, even through, heck, especially through discomfort and happiness. Now, these are qualities that may seem admirable from the outside, wow, you're so disciplined, but can really take a toll on happiness. This was an extremely limited view of motivation, and unfortunately, one that I think most people subscribe to, that the optimal motivation is the goal-oriented, self-derived motivation, the tell-yourself-to-run-every-morning-and-just-do-it motivation. The reality, though, is that motivation is quite complex, and it takes many forms. If you're looking to get more motivated, the key may not be to try and change yourself, but rather to better understand yourself and to craft an environment that triggers motivation for you. What is motivation anyway? People typically don't need motivation to watch Netflix. That just happens naturally. Instead, we try to cultivate motivation to do the things we know we should do, the things that we often truly want to do, but that will yield some discomfort, like the short-term pain for long-term gain types of things. 
In the case of health, we're talking about goals like working out more and eating better. While it's surely possible to genuinely enjoy these things, and I do encourage everyone to find that enjoyment, these activities for the most part are not as fun and instantly gratifying as scrolling through Instagram or watching Tiger King. So when people seek out motivation, what they're really seeking are ways to get themselves to do the things they know they should do, despite not necessarily feeling like doing them. They want to know how to exercise, despite not feeling like going to the gym, or to eat better, despite wanting to eat pizza and ice cream for dinner every night. Some people might expect motivation to be a happy, fun, effortless thing, that people who work out do so because they just love exercise and never waver. But I think most people realize that this is a romantic vision. I think most people know that they won't always feel the warm fuzzies about challenging goals and that the solution is to strengthen the drive to achieve those goals despite obstacles. So how do we do that? How to get more motivated. One, identify your motivation. For some, a clearly defined goal is motivation enough. But most people need additional motivation, some other reason to pursue a goal, something that adds enough weight to push them forward. Here are some examples. A, the other people motivation. If it's for someone else, if someone else has asked you to do something or is relying on you in some way, you'll do it in a heartbeat. Sometimes even a non-human, like a pet, or even an app can yield a similar response. B, the future self motivation. Doing things for your future self, even the two hours from now future self, is more compelling than doing things for your current self. C, the if-it-makes-sense motivation. If you've done your research and convinced yourself that you should be doing something, then you'll probably follow through. D, the rebel motivation. If someone tells you to not do something, you'll do it anyway, and vice versa. They tell you to do something, and you refuse. E, the should-do motivation. For people like me, If it's something you think you should do, regardless of how dull or painful, and regardless of whether that should is internally or externally imposed, it will get done. The goal itself is weighty enough to provoke movement towards it. So, how do we get more motivated? Identify the type of motivation that feels most compelling to you. If you can't get yourself to eat better on your own, but thrive on a program like Weight Watchers, you're not weak. You just need external accountability to reach your goals. As another example, let's say you want to work out at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, but just setting that expectation in your mind doesn't quite do it for you. Before you yell at yourself for being a lazy piece of you-know-what, consider the following. Would you make that 8 a.m. workout if you promised a friend that you'd do it with them, or you made a deal with your friend that they can't exercise if you don't, or you signed up and paid for an 8 a.m. workout class? Or how about this? You've set a goal of 10,000 steps a day and this morning's workout will help you get there. Or how about your Fitbit will yell at you if you don't? Or let's say you wanna be more productive and you've done extensive research that's convinced you of the power of a morning workout to achieve that. Or how about someone told you, I bet you can't make it through this 8 a.m. workout class. Or that 8 a.m. workout was instead a sometime in the morning workout. It might also be helpful to think about patterns from the past. What's motivated you before? When have you been successful with achieving a goal or adopting a new habit? What thing do you work hard at, even if you feel lazy in other areas of your life? And what makes that thing different? There is no single best way to inspire motivation. 
the best way for you is the one that will get you to that 8 a.m. workout with the least resistance. Now, identifying your motivation and triggering it just that one time will almost certainly not get you very far. Initial motivation can help spark movement towards a goal, but it likely won't be enough to ensure follow-through. This is particularly true for goals that require consistent, regular effort, things like exercising daily, as opposed to exercising just once. That's where other strategies come in. Strategies both to stoke the motivation fire and to minimize obstacles to your motivation. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled How to Get More Motivated by Dominique Alessi of dominicalessi.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Ask the why. This is something I have my students ask themselves every now and then. If you've ever raised a toddler, then you already know how this goes. But if you don't have children like me, here's what asking the why is all about. When you find yourself trying to get motivated to go for that walk or make a salad for lunch or even logging on to work or school today, ask yourself, why am I doing this? If your reason is more profound than simply because I have to, you will be more likely to stay motivated. Here's an example. Let's say you're having trouble finding the motivation to go for a walk. Well, imagine you're having a conversation about you going for that walk with your two-year-old child. Or again, if you don't have children like me, an imaginary two-year-old. It might go something like this. You, I really need to go for a walk today. The two-year-old child. But why? Your response? Because I missed the last three days. Your two-year-old child. Why? You respond. I just got too busy with other things. Two-year-old child. Why? You respond. I guess I just didn't make my walks a priority. Plus, I felt tired. The two-year-old child. Why? You. Well, other things got in the way. I guess I should have made it more of a priority. The two-year-old. Why? You. Because walking is good for my health. It makes me feel good. And I know it will keep me happy and healthy. Did you see what happened? That last part is the key. By identifying the deeper reasoning behind your behaviors and asking the why, you will hopefully find the motivation you need. Again, I have my students go through this exercise, particularly around midterms and final exams, when their motivation may be at its lowest. And it works every time. All right, that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday if you're listening in real time. 
Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post. So we'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.